Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Glee Aggressive. My name's Karina Stokes. And my name is Ian Brodsky. Um, I'll drop the bit for the bonus content. That's fair. Um, Ian, have you heard of a backdoor pilot before? Why, indeed, I have, Karina. Why don't you uh, explain further for us? I was going to say, what's your favorite backdoor pilot? Um, you know what my favorite backdoor pilot is? Is, oh man, okay, sorry, sorry if this accidentally breaks the strike. <laughs> my favorite backdoor pilot is this episode of Bones, where they're in like fucking New Orleans or something, and the Bones people are fully the B plot, and the entire A plot is an entire backdoor pilot for some other procedural that I don't think ever worked out outside of, of it. You know, I love that your answer was Bones. I, I truly Thank did not you. know what to expect. I didn't um, either. It always comes back to Bones. I don't know if this is my favorite backdoor pilot, but the one I think of the most often is the one in Gilmore Girls where they tried to backdoor pilot um, Jess moving to California oh, right. and living with his dad, which also did not go anywhere. I actually don't know if I can think of a single backdoor pilot that became a show. Um, no, everything so, I'm thinking of is like a crossover. So what I'm, what, I guess what we're learning is maybe doing a backdoor pilot is a bad idea. But um, we're going to try it anyway. Oh, we didn't explain what it is. That's when in the middle of a regular show, there's just an episode where you're like, that's weird that they're doing this thing. Right. We're focusing a lot on B plots and weird characters and that we would not we otherwise pay attention to. Well, that's what we're going to do today. Um, Except because- we're the B plot as well. We're the B and the A plot. We are all the plots. We are the main character. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, I guess, so we're back to our piloting a new podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, because our current podcast is still struck work. Yes. So to catch everyone up, we technically cannot talk about Glee. Technically, we can't talk about Bones either, or probably Gilmore Girls, because that's on, I think that's definitely streaming somewhere. Um, it's on, it, it's, Currently on Netflix, I think it might be leaving Netflix, though. Oh, so. wow. Big day. Um, yeah, that would be a hard one for all of us autumnal girls. Right. Oh, God. Um, I am praying for y'all now. Um, so, due to the sag after strike, um, it is against strike code to be talking about work that is finished, but that remains on a platform. That is not to right. say you can't watch these or you can't support your streaming platforms. If anything, please continue to watch everything you can on your streaming platforms, because that will tell the companies that there is business to be demand. had. There's, value there's demand. There's value in streaming. So don't cancel your subscriptions, um, but also support the uh, striking actors and writers. Um, yes. There's places you can donate, uh, like the Entertainment Community Fund, if you have the funds to donate. If not, like, you can even stop by pickets. I'm, like, 99% sure that, like, non-members are allowed and welcome and encouraged to picket with them in solidarity because if because those are our future members. We want to see y'all with yeah. us, and we're fighting for your future well-being and rights as well. All that is to say, this is not Strikecast. This is not Strikecast. And we're about—okay, we're only about four minutes in, so— 
I think we, I mean, we needed to be said. Yeah. So what we're doing here today is, so as you may have all realized, uh, Glee is a finite show. Yes. Um, and which means if one was th- theoretically doing a recap podcast of it, content ends. Right. Um, but Ian and I have now been podcasting together for like a solid five years, yeah. I guess, well, technically. Well, when did, when was no. podcasts? Podcasts was, was early. three. Tw- okay. So three. we'll call it early three. three. Yeah. Three and a three, half. Three-ish years. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to stop just because we keep our, the things we keep choosing to do have finite amounts of content and we're not going to stop because we keep on having ideas and the other one keeps on going yes and i think as you can tell by our previous and current work uh a a common thread between ian and i is uh, a deep devotion to the world of musical theater musical theater baby i mean i would say i would go as far as to say it is the like basis of our friendship i think so yeah because so again, you may know if you've listened to the show, Karina and I ha- met in college. I was a theater major. She was not, but she was friends with all the theater majors because yeah. that was a common interest as well. Yeah. So that was a good, solid foundation for a group of friends. And um, credit to you. Like, you didn't, like, find a new friend group within, like, the first half of the first semester. So props to you. I found one, um, and I was like, this is good. Check. Done. Done the right. work. And then you just kind of found, like, the friend groups. We just kept adding on to yeah. it, essentially. Yeah. Even the non-theater folks were connected to the theater folks. We all, it all like, you can tell by based on just on the amount of uh, college productions we, we saw over the four to five years that we participated in such things. Yes. So, uh, and as you've listened to our podcast of about the show Glee, you've also probably heard us go on tangents about it from time to time. And, and if you're a real original listener... Then you're aware of our podcast, Podcats, a podcast about cats, the musical, not the animal. Yeah, which, it, like, and oftentimes we'll get on things, like, sidetracked, and we'll say something like, but that's another podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, <laughs> This is the this other is podcast. This is the other podcast. <laughs> uh, We're here. Yes. We did it. This is in your Glee Aggressive feed, but um, I'll say we could say that this is the first backdoor pilot episode of a new venture between Ian and I. Yes. That is called the Self-Indulgent Musical Podcast. Or because, Simp. Yes, or Simp, which is true also. It's because true. this is us just doing what we want to do every day and what we do do every day uh, via text, <laughs> uh, which is just now we're talk just, about musical theater. We are truly doing the thing where it's like, oh, my friends are funny. I'll write a sitcom. Yeah, except we're not going to John Mulaney in. Right, right. Um, also, neither of us are addicted to coke. Correct, so that will correct. Help. Can confirm. So yeah, we are an industry person and a non-industry person. We are two lifelong musical theater fans. Yeah, we are here to talk about a, a mutual interest of ours. Anything and everything musical theater. Yes, and if there's one day things you want to hear us talk about musical theater. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you now. You can send him, I guess, right now to the gleeaggressive.gmail.com email address. Because, frankly, it's already set up. Tie that. And, like, tying it all (laughs) back together, we don't know how long the strike is going to last. But we We still want to produce content. We want to put it in your feed. And we want to still engage with the people that have been listening to our show. And if you're now here because uh, Gleek of the Week sent you, welcome and thank thank you. you. 
Um, Frankly, the like it's also like the Venn diagram of Glee watchers and musical theater interest people is so close to being a circle. Yeah, it looks, it's comical. Yes. So, um, we figured that today, if just to kind of get a, a handle on things, to like get a baseline, we were gonna do a little top five countdown yes. of of our favorite musicals of all time. This is slightly. I'm gonna have to give credit to the YouTube channel Watcher. Because they have a show called Top 5 Beatdown, which is essentially what they do here. They have lists. They talk about oh, the lists. I love that. Because it's here's great. the thing. One of my favorite things to do to get to know people is get to know top fives of theirs. So yeah. music, movies, musicals. I got that from um, from uh, the short-lived Hulu series of uh, High Fidelity with Zoe mm. Kravitz. And like that's something that recurs yeah. all the time. Recurs in the movie as well. Um, so big fan of top fives. And bottom fives, maybe even. Yes, which is a whole other thing. Um, so, yeah, today we're going to go over our top five musicals of all time. Yes. Um, Ian, this was so hard. I, like, we talked about this episode, and I was like, yeah, of course, top five, no problem. I had a list of, I think, 17. Wow. I narrowed it down to eight. I and remember. The, and, and then Zach and I had, like, he had to lead me through bracket style, like talking out how I was going to get those eight down to five. Oh, what in the TikTok filter universe? Yeah, um, and I will be sure. I, I, will, I think we should if you have extras that were like this close or ones that you definitely like you have mention, honorable mentions. We will definitely we'll do honorable them. mentions. Absolutely. So, but I think we should just get into it, though. Yeah, we'll go from five to one. Right, and we'll we'll list the musical. We'll talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Then the next person will go, yep. so on and we'll so forth. A, yes, it's going to be a great time. Frankly, this is what we would be doing if we were just hanging out. Right. Um, so win-win for us. Right. Again, now we're just indulgent <laughs> Yes, we're just skipping the group chat part. Um, yep. So Karina, why don't you go first with okay. number five? My number five musical of all time is the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, my heart. What a beautiful, beautiful choice. Yeah, I... <sighs> It was sort of a surprise for me, but um, I, you know, first of all, it's a musical that Zach and I both have a big affinity for, so it's a big road trip staple in our house. Wonderful. It is a big throw on the thing, you're going to listen, you're going to have a great time. It is almost a no-skip album for me as well. I agree. You can listen to that top to toe and be entertained and go along with the story the whole time. Also, like... Yes, this is our branding, but like, I will happily support anything that celebrates the weird kids. Yes, and this is definitely like a vanguard musical for that. Yes, um, a show our college did. Yes, um, Jenna Kate Friend of Monosoft. the Pod, Jenna Kate, killing it. Um, as Logan Schwartz and Gruvenier. Yeah. Uh, one of the best like performances I've seen of all time. Um, so good. The original cast also full of full of uh, full of incredible talent like Celie Keenan Bolger getting her start there. Yes, not uh, odd rhyme, but Dan Folger getting his start there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what Lisa Howard, the original Rona Lisa Peretti. Yep, like, what that guy from Modern Family, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Holy Thank shit! You. How can I forget? Um, yeah, I re- and I saw that original cast too, uh, um, yes. on Broadway, Circle in the Square. One of the greatest, one of the greatest oh, theater going experience. Oh, of course it was in Circle in the Square. Of perfect, course, I didn't even know that. Perfect, perfect 
and it's location. such like a, yeah, it's a weird little show. It has like what shows have audience participation in them in like and on top this of that age. right and on top of that like it's not the kind of thing where i mean if you're not into audience participation you do you absolutely yeah. i support you but not only did jenna kate do it but my freshman year another uh student theater group did it yeah and so i was part of the audience participation with annette storkman as logan schwartz and groovy near friend of the show uh, also aces, perfect yeah. casting perfect casting she was brilliant they both were brilliant um but um, I saw their, like, I was part of their rehearsal process as one of the audience members, and um, mm-hmm. they just lead you through the whole thing the whole time. Yeah. And it's yes. very safe. It's a great, it's a great. It's gentle. It's funny. Yeah. And um, songs are bops. Uh, my, like, what, something I would love to see, or in, like, an alternative universe do, like, a gender, like, swap performance where you don't change any lyrics of My Unfortunate Erection, just, like. Yeah. A lady getting up there and just belting the face off of that song. Hilarious. That to me. whole show could be a gender yeah. swap with like no no um, pronoun changes. I and so and then the thing, hilarious show, you're laughing, there's a song about erections, there's um a lot of like great jokes, there's the running bit about Leaf Coney Bear words always being rodents yeah which is such like a like a joke that zach didn't even clock until i talked to told him about it today yeah and then you punch me in the face with the i love you song oh my god that legendary i love you song oh my god like so my top lyric from this show is absolutely blame it on your mammally and daddly or daddly and manly because depression Depression runs runs in our our family. family oh my god hello hello and i know people that hate that line and i'm they're like wrong they're wrong i've told them that the heart of which is in that and it's just will uh, crush you to death and also friend of ours not friend of the sh- i mean friend of the show i guess by default i guess by being our friend Lindsay o'donnell playing that yeah. role singing oh my that God. great doing beautiful work yeah um but seeing Celie keenan bolger do that back in the day just like, there's a reason why that woman has not stopped working, doing beautiful, incredible work. She's truly yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. The reason this ended up number five on my list, edging out some really heavy hitters, is because of that song. That I oh. could not I could not let go of that song. So, Valid. that's it. Valid. Spelling Bee, number five. Wonderful. My number five is probably typical, I'll call it mm-hmm. classic for millennials, okay. Spring Awakening. Yeah, I, I thought you might have a Spring Awakening yes. on there. I was lucky enough to see Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle in their roles. They were wonderful, delicious. Um, did not see John Gallagher Jr., unfortunately, but I saw one a, a brilliant replacement, Blake mm-hmm. Bashoff mm-hmm. from Lost, the series. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he was awesome. Fact. Um, and it's funny. You like look at that show. It is like... It's just so much nonsense, rock and roll, weird teen angst. But when you were 16 years old and this show comes out for the first time, that is our millennial rent. That is our revolutionary rock show. There was a core group of girls in my middle school who were like all in on this show. And they were not my friends. Um, So I, I really, not like in a like they were not my friends just mm-hmm. like we ran like we weren't yeah. in the same circle um and so weirdly i 
I like missed this one at the time I should have learned about it. And I, I think don't know you would have been into it. I probably would have. I think I was too busy being like, I don't know, weirdly into whatever, like not like other girls I, things I had to be doing. Um, because I didn't fully listen to the soundtrack to the show till this year. Oh, wow. This is the that's first right. time I've yeah. ever done a full listen through. Yeah. Um, and the soundtrack is not even what is in the script and the Broadway no, score. I know. Got, I was reading about it. Yeah. You got to like see the show or watch a slime tutorial, as we yep. call it, um, to, to get like the finished product. Um, and I don't know if I can articulate necessarily why I love this show so much. I saw it three times in its original run. I saw its revival for the, uh, for the invited dress where they partnered with deaf West theater. I was going to say, did you see the deaf? Cause I saw the Tony performance of that. And I was like, Oh, this is for me seeing that Tony performance. I was like, Oh, this is something like really cool. Yeah. Really special. Oh, a hundred percent. And it was brilliant how they could take a show, do something so entirely different from the original and like just have these two amazing incarnations of this one thing and one isn't better or worse than the other you just have these just like two separate visions that completely work fun fact also you think about the amount of different like because i didn't the deaf west version have ali uh it had ali stroker Stroker. um of glee in there like it all it all wraps up Um, i saw her in that yeah yeah uh, I will also say, like, even though I was not, like, fully in the Spring Awakening world when it came out, I have always been a stand for the bitch of living. Oh, that song. Like, that song slaps a so plus. hard. Totally fucked. Totally yep. a classic. I mean, it's, like, much like, yeah, Millennial Rent. Like, when you're going to, like, the show that says the fuck word in one of its songs. Like, um, you're can hooked. you imagine? You're hooked. Your mom wouldn't listen to that. No. Your mom doesn't understand why the theater is saying the swear words, but they're also dressed like that. Like, Right. I also didn't understand why they were dressed like that. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the plot of the show? Right. And I like, did not get it, but and, I did know I liked the song. Yeah. And I, I thought that's something the original did like so incredibly well of like taking this 1800s German tale that's even yeah. much darker in the source material. It's a lot yeah. darker. But they take it, they modernize it, and they create a universality of it by going into their psyches and using that in the song as the rock and roll score. And it's also like the idea that teenage, like being a teenager is a little bit universal in some ways. Exactly. That's the whole thing. And part of it is like, have we really changed a whole lot? Are parents still not listening, even though they, they know these kids and we know these kids? Like there there's a lot to that and like you have all this angst and then another gut punch moment where mm-hmm. one of the main characters kicks it spoiler. we'll say yeah spoiler alert one of the main characters kicks it and you have this character's funeral and it's right after this heartbreaking duet between uh him and this like runaway character that's coming back home yep you have this heartbreaking second act that like Melchior, the Jonathan Groff role, is yep. singing this ballad to his lost friend, and everyone is just sobbing. And that's only like 
15 minutes into act two you still got another 30 minutes left the one thing i will ding this show on is you do need to be like sitting down reading the names of the characters while you are watching or listening because otherwise it like they all blend together and you're like who are we talking about you have to go in prepared, i've heard yeah. i've heard milky or and i don't know what's happening and <laughs> milky or milky white um right so but like once you if you know you know but you do oh, need yeah. to do a little bit of research while you're yes. trying to parse out this show but that that album has very few skips for me um yeah like m- the mamas who bored me's um yep like everything more it sings every like like my junk it's mm-hmm. yeah like cut to 15 year old theater nerds in my high school doing full harmonies yeah i was gonna say this was a little bit of a poison probably to uh, community theater auditions for a, a little while, bit a but, little bit you know the best shows but are so great um and honestly that kind of fell into place for me for number five yeah that makes sense yeah all right number four my number four is another show we have talked about before my number four is Aida. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. I just, it's, okay. First of all, it's the only show on my list that I have ever participated in. Mazel. So it, it holds a special bias, a special place there, because I, like, lived that show of a t- sort. It's also, I think because of that, a show where even me, the hater of the ballads, has a hard time, like, not seeing this show as a whole composed set like all those songs even the slow ass ones i'm like you can't get rid of it though like you i might skip but i can't cut you, you know can't not fucks with written in the stars you can't oh my god written in the stars goes so hard it goes and so for what yeah hard for love. enchanted pass enchantment passing through so hard yeah easy is life Oh my god, Bro. all of them go so hard. Yo. I will say, Rodimaze's letter, that one I can, that yeah. one can go. Um, Valid. Valid maybe didn't need to be a song, but you right. know, Elton John, you do you. This is a show that has come up so much in my life lately, and... Yeah. Aida is something I'll never escape. Oh, no, and thank you. Like, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Um, also, uh, Adina Menzel was in that, um... There's videos of her on the YouTubes uh, yep. in that show. Look them up. She's phenomenal. Um, my queen, Sherry Renee Scott, was in that. Yep. That's a show that, like, it. I'm. we were supposed to get a revival of that in 2020. Ugh. And I am still the biggest waiting. The world. Yeah. Bring Give me back. that revival. Um, It is where, like. Every okay starts like every story is a love story. You're like okay a little bit, but then it goes right into fortune favors the brave, a banger of all bangers. Hondo pay. Um, it is where I learned that, uh, in like father like son, he's saying cocksure, and for years and years and years, I thought he was saying cocksual, and I was like, (laughs) what a fun little word. I don't know what it means. Don't come off so cocksual, okay? (laughs) I won't. What's that mean? If you say so, Dad, I guess. Um, my strongest suit, uh, the like, like the sixties girly. What's this pop? doing here? I love it. Yeah. Oh, the charm song of all charm songs. Let's yep. have a fashion show in the middle of this show that's about overwear, s- underwear, anytime, anytime anywhere. anywhere. Count and, and like, I feel like Aida's for the mainstream musical theater person maybe like a little bit of a deep cut i like you're not hearing about aida on tiktok you no, know no no one no one's making trending sounds out of aida songs they're wrong um 
Oh my god, I I have to write something down real quick because you gave me an idea. So ba- so again, going all the New way back TikTok to the beginning. Trend. Well, not not just that, but so uh, Karina actually sent a, a thought out outline because I'm like great, and I truly if she would if she had sent the outline that just said Ian and Karina talk about musical theater for an hour, perfect. We would but she su- sent would have succeeded. She sent some great bullet points, and in response to one of them, I'm writing something down right now. That Amazing. will that will also um, cross over mm-hmm. our two universes. Of course, um, yeah. I just I I have such a heart a heart for this show. I always forget. It is also the fact that it's Elton John. Like hello, Elton John, who like so no, writes no phenomenal theater scores. No wonder it's so few skips. Yeah, and he did like, Billy Elliot too. Like, what can't mm, this dude yeah. do? And I feel like it's also, is this what really went, made Adam Pascal go from, like, the guy in Rent to, like, I am a musical theater man? I think so, yeah. Like, the growth between this and him needing to have his lines taped on a table for Rent to be Roger. Right. To being like, no, I am, here I am, your leading man. Yeah. Like, mm. Yep. Go listen to Aida if you haven't. Like, go listen to it Aida. It really slaps. Yes. Um, amazing. Uh, yeah. Excellent choice. My turn? All right. You're okay. number four. My number four is the Great American Musical Gypsy. Okay. I love this show. I truly think it's one of the best musicals of all time. It definitely has that reputation. Yep. It is so yep. old school. What you think of when you think of musical theater, golden age, some are calling it the gilded yep. age now, classical, Ooh. because golden age implies like an age of like classism, racism, what have you. Right. Fine. But gilded is just like pretty. Right. Um, so it is what you think of, of that classic musical theater time. Mm-hmm. It is a vehicle for all of your favorite divas. I saw Bernadette Peters as Mama Rose as a yep. kid. Um, like Patti Lapone did it shortly after. Ethel Merman, of course, originated the role. It's based on a true story. And like, it's about like, it's about a woman who becomes a burlesque dancer, like practically a, a stripper. Like it's yeah. You don't get that these days. Not like not, not in the same way, but this show is just so beautifully constructed. Um, it's it, it, somehow you can't help but love this woman who is a stage mom monster, a stage momster. And like every song is just so perfectly placed. It is so good. It is so catchy. Um, If mama were, if mama was married, like what a delightful song between two girly pops. And uh, all I need is the girl. Like this show has one of my dream roles in it, which is Tulsa. Like, I could maybe play him now, but I'm like definitely on the edge of not being too old. But all I need is uh, the just girl. Shave, shave, and go in. And you'll, exactly. I mean, you'll, yes. You'll get there. I thought that the other day when I shaved. Um, <laughs> uh, small world. Some people like even the whole "Let me entertain you" burlesque stripping sequence. It is just I just love this music. Like Amelda Staunton. If you want to see fucking Madame Umbridge <laughs> as the ultimate stage mom and eating you can find it on youtube that's the best part of youtube honestly yes i i've got to be like a little shameful here the most i know about this show is basically from glee to be quite honest okay it is not it is not my this is my age of musicals that i tend to like they're few and far between which ones i have uh, but 
I it's I do know it's an icon. It's full of icons. Like yes. this is the show of queens, and we all know yes. it. Yes, Tony winners, Laura Benanti, pa- yeah, Patty Lapone, like just such like every time I revisit it, I am just so engrossed. And yeah, if you're not as familiar with it, and you really want to know musical theater it does, history, it's history, there yeah. you have it. It's um, history, and you got to respect the history. Yeah, and um. Would love to see uh, who's next to step into those roles. Right. Like, give me a Mary Testa. Give me, I don't know, right in. Let just me that you. one. Yeah, just Mary Testa. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> That's it. Next. <laughs> yes. All right. Number three. Okay. My number three, we don't have to talk about very long because we've talked about it extensively already. Okay. There might have even been a whole bonus episode about it. Uh, I have to give you my number three which is of course legally blonde the musical yes i can't Uh, let it go and i never will let it go don't what one of the hardest roles for a female to play on broadway yes people slaying uh this legally blonde the search for l woods an iconic piece of reality (laughs) tv oh my god yes that launched many careers of people they did not choose to be l woods yeah and also bailey hanks who i believe is a hairstylist now i believe that's Um, the lore yeah i think that's the canon the uncoupling of Christian Borle and oh Sutton Foster. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! The that is, <laughs> I think that is also why this show is like capital H it's, history. It's history. It's iconic. Look that what it show, did. That show, yeah, altered the brain chemistry of Broadway and of like teeny bopper musical theater fans. Probably my first like straight up just a musical theater guy crush was Christian Borle. I was like, I get oh, it. I can't watch this man on TV. So I have to watch. Well, I can because he was on the MTV uh, live pro shot of this. Yeah. So, but still, he wasn't on like Law and Order or anything. Right. And then actually, you, he might have been. Probably. And then, do you remember when they did Peter Pan live and he was Smee? And yes. He his arms were so jacked that the yeah. internet broke. Theater Twitter fully broke that night. Uh, Christian Borle show as playing had roles in several of the um my things I discussed. Um, yeah. I would watch him in, in basically anything. It's just, it's fun. It's a show based on like a popular, I, I feel like it's, this is probably my perception because of when I grew up and like when I was tuned into theater, but it felt like one of the first like shows I can think of that was based on like a really popular pop culture IP that mm-hmm. I think still worked. Oh yeah. Like I feel like now we're getting them left and right. You've got your mean girls, you've got your SpongeBob, yes. you've got your Frozen, like, Everything was something else. Right. But I this was a very novel idea to me when I learned of it. I was like, oh my God. And this one worked. I think it did. It was much like Elwood's herself, I think it was very much written off for its face value of being it wasn't a musical. Serious enough, yeah. Right. It was which, a like, musical adaptation of of Legally Blonde. Which, of a like, chick flick. Of yeah. a chick flick, which like is another like come on like it like its own meta layers of not taking it seriously of a of a movie that's actually really fucking great yeah it's a great movie it translated well it's fun it's pink um songs are bops yeah great people in the original laura bell bundy is obviously christian borrell kate schindel our equity president uh annalee ashford annalee ashford yes Got her um, start in Legally Blonde, and apparently yeah. she has an audition story for that too, where I think like she thought she just completely botched it, 
she like went home and cried to her mom and then the next day she got the offer yeah and like and obviously we can talk about like the skill it would take to play Elle Woods from oh yeah day and night but then also the skill it takes to come in and, and do the Vivian track mm-hmm. with your like wild notes at the right. end of Legally Blonde reprise like full of bangers not quite a no skip not quite a no skip not quite a no skip but there's there's a lot to love there. There's a lot to love. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up this album real quick and just yeah, I know that's see. what I've been doing. Um, yeah. Also, if you've listened to our bonus episode, you do know that this was my first ever Broadway show, so I yes. will defend it for the rest of my life, regardless oh, of what other people. Think. As you should. Um, I think Ireland goes on too long, but I don't. Or I, Ireland and Ireland reprise goes on too long, but it's I, a little bit. Um, Take It Like a Man is it's a skip on the album, but it's fun to watch. Fun to watch, but you can yeah. Um, um, Blood in the Water is a skip, I think. Blood in the Water is a skip. Yeah, you're like, ab- sorry, absolutely right. Sorry to this man, but... that um, Who cares about him? But, like, that's really it, I that's think. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, like, they're right there. Gay or European changed history. I was going to say that was the linchpin. Yep, that was it. <laughs> also whipped into shape. Um, oh my god, yes. Could you imagine, like, having to do that? Great. I mean, Courtney, take your break. Like, Courtney, take your break. Courtney, take your break. Um, a cultural yeah. reset. Wow. Uh, truly. So the that's influence my number- of this show, and it gets written off so easily because it's not, like, indecent the musical. Yeah, right. Mm, okay. Anyway, <laughs> my number three. Love it. Oh, uh, yes. Love it forever. Bravo. Ian. My number yes. three is another classic yep it's into the woods okay this makes sense to me of course um when i started making my list zach was shook that i did not like bring up into the woods really he was like what what do you mean and i'm like i love into the woods i I, do right how could you not Right. But there's just other things that, that push other things higher for me. Sure, and I also absolutely. was pretty sure you were gonna have it on your list, so I was like, Okay, we're fine. <laughs> See, this is our this is our give and take. I love it. Um but yeah, I mean I discovered this one pretty early into like my musical theater journey as a kid. Yeah. Yep. The the album is absolutely gorgeous. I it's my favorite Sondheim. I think it's maybe it's my it's my opinion his best, but that's probably yep. because it's my favorite. Right. Yeah, there's Sondheim right. is Sondheim is Sondheim everywhere. Yeah, and so. I think I just love this. I think I just love this tale of all of these classical. Yeah, I mean fairy tales coming together, intersecting, creating a whole like Marvel Cinematic Universe of fairy tale characters. It's so fun to take familiar characters. Like you go in, you you know who a Jack and the Beanstalk is. You yes. know who a Little Red is. You yes. know all these characters, but you're not prepared to see their stories interact crossover uh-huh. play out this way and then of course the aftermath of all right. those stories the right? fact that act two is what happens once you get your wish is just so fucking brilliant yeah it's great it's like also bernadette peters joanna bernadette Chip peters Zion. come like, on this and of course there's a reason why it's funny because you think about a show and i just happen to be on this side of tiktok where mm-hmm. someone compared i guess so uh c- they were talking about how comparing Beyonce and Taylor Swift is like what Tony voters had to do in 1988 
choosing between Into the Woods and Phantom as your best musical. You're absolutely correct. Like, shout out to Kate Ryan King. That was her take. Yeah. Because they're just so completely different. They are just, like, there's really no... They're two juggernauts. Right, they're two juggernauts. There's really no way you can compare them. Yeah. But holy shit, Into the Woods. Like, there's a reason why, like, Phantom ran for forever, but Into the Woods is one of the most... Into the Woods keeps coming back. It keeps too, coming right? back, and everybody does it. It is always done. It I is feel like known... there's a prestige to being an Into the Woods that Phantom yes. obviously does not have. There's not really a prestige right. to being in Phantom. Right. At least there's not money, currently. But there's there money, but there's not. Um, um, but, like, Into the Woods is just so universal, and, like, the songs and the stories are just so incredibly gorgeous. It's yeah. few skips. I think it's the kind of album where... Um, everyone may have their own version of a skip like but well it's also i feel like with a lot of sondheim the way he is writing songs is that you're meant to listen to them all to hear the stories so it's harder to harder to do skips unless you're listening casually right um Um, i i did see the revival twice i got to see sarah borellis as the baker's wife phenomenal she was really good in that she was phenomenal patina miller as the witch uh so good philippa sue as cinderella holy shit yeah so good brian darcy james as the baker like perfect casting uh and we're also like lucky enough to have the like there's the recording of bernadette peter's version of into the woods so like if you want to see if you want to see a great version of it it's available to watch for free so you can still get, like, a really good sense of what this show was, see a really good version of it. Um, yeah. That also has the Wolf Dick costume, I'm pretty sure. Yes, the wolf di- the Iconic. legendary Wolf Dick con- costume. And then, of course, you have the movie, which I which... feel like the movie took a lot of people who maybe could have gotten into, into the woods and had them go, mm, this isn't for me. Um, I could see that. I, th- yeah. I know a lot of people who love Into the Woods really hated the movie adaptation. Right. And, like, I actually liked it just fine. I thought it I liked... was sanitized. Yes. And I sanitized think that's was why... the exact right word. Right. And I think that's why it didn't... Well, that's why I think it was ultimately not successful, is because yeah. you can't have Into the Woods, but sanitize everything that makes it that dark and gritty show. The movie has one perfect point, and it is agony. And um, here's the thing. Chris yes, Pine and what's his name? Billy doing Magnuson. Agony. Um, is, you're correct. I will watch, I'll watch that any day. And you know what's so funny about that is that the agonies are my skip. Which is so funny. But in but in the movie, it's the best part. Yeah, it's just because it's like a great like comedic performance of those. Because you're absolutely right. On the album, it's like, you don't need. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it's also like... My favorite thing about Into the Woods is at performances, I don't know if this is true of when it first premiered on Broadway, where they had to be like, have signs up that's like, there's a second act, please stop leaving. I remember because... when I saw this revival, there were people go like, I, I think it was, there was like at least a couple ushers, and then, long story short, I saw it as part of my friend's like, company, and mm-hmm. so someone with the company was like, just so you know, there are two acts, don't go yep. anywhere. Please don't leave. Yeah. You'll miss the whole point of the show if you try to leave. This isn't Into the Woods Junior, the thing they do at elementary schools. Right, because... which I've done, and it sucks. Yeah. Which is nothing. It's nothing without the second act. It's just truly a like, fun little fractured fairy tale. I mean, one of the best play. songs in the show 
is moments in the woods, which is yep. the second act. Like, yeah. you can't not have moments in the woods. No. Um, we can't talk about Into the Woods without turking, talking about Cursed Milky Whites. Oh, my God. Low-budget Milky Whites? The best Milky legacy of, of any show. See, this is the thing that, like, some kids don't understand. It was like, that was our Tumblr era yeah. of low-budget beasts and low-budget Milky Whites. Yeah. We had a low-budget Milky White at our school, at college, when Miami did this show. That's right. There was That's a low-budget right. Milky White. I think uh, it fell over several times. God bless. And that was when we were doing Cabaret, and we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, honestly, valid. Because uh, um, we could have taken yeah. a- Anyway, I'll, I'll different tangent. Uh, an iconic show. like Yes. A, yes. a very, a, it should be in everyone's sort of, on everyone's radar. At least top radar. 10. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my number three. Thank you for indulging me. No, What's you're n- right. You're absolutely right. Like, it is a chef's kiss. Yes. Uh, what's number two for you? Number two for me is probably... Cause, so I assumed, um, based on what I know about you, I was like, Ian's probably going to skew a little more classical. So I, I, I did. Feel... It turns out I did, yeah. So I don't feel as bad going a little more, like, a little more modern, a little less golden age. Um, but, and this isn't still Golden Age, I don't know what Aegis is, but I would say it's probably the closest thing to a classic on my list. My number two is The Producers. Yes. Yes. Oh, that like, show, that show is definitely an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Um, it's just, what, like, I don't, like, is that one of the record breakers for Tony's? Is was The yeah, Producers it the ha- highest it still has one? The- it still yeah. has the record of 12 awards. For good reason. Like, movie, fantastic. Like, the movie of the producers, non-musical. Like, yes, yes. Uh, is a good, good movie. Oh, yes. And Gene Wilder, translation, Zero yes. The translation to stage was, I think, just impeccable. Like, Mel Brooks yes. knows what the fuck he is doing. You could tell he cares a lot about Broadway in a way to make sure that you know that he's, like, he's poking fun at you when you're in yes. it. Yes. Yes. It's a show that is so, like, raunchy and out there, but doesn't present that it's going to be that when you right. sit down to watch it. Unless you know what you're in for, like, it definitely takes you, you by surprise. You could sit someone down to be like, would you like to watch The Producers? It's got Nathan Lane in it. It's, and you're like, yeah. oh. It's got Ferris Bueller. Broadway legend Nathan Lane? I would love to see his work. And then you're like, oh, what? no. What, Uma Thurman? Yeah. Um, the movie, I think, is... The movie musical is good. It's less yeah, successful it's, than the show, but if that's what you have to watch, you should watch it. It's good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Um, I have uh, to point out that I did see uh, one Ian J. Brodsky uh, perform in this show. Yes, uh, I did. As, that was my uh, that was my senior year of college. Is this your swan? Was that was that what would, would that be called? Your swan song. That was my SUNY New Paltz swan song, Leo Blue. What a way to go, baby. Like I mean, I I have no complaints. That show, that role, that cast, like Yeah. I was just floating on air that entire time. Yeah. Um, and he slayed as Leo, as everyone should guess. Um Thank you. Thank you so highlights much. Highlights for me include like there was a point in like high school after I saw this movie where I was so obsessed with the song betrayed for some reason like for me i was like that's everything that's the most impressive number of musical theater i've ever seen i don't know why that one specifically it's but it's so funny because like and so other friend of the show mike o'connor was our max when we did that in college 
And like that number is a fucking beast. That number is like seven minutes long. It's just him. He recaps the whole fucking show. The whole show. show. That's just the funniest fucking kind of joke to me. I love that. I don't know why. I love it. it. And it's like both Max and Leo are hard roles. Like Leo's got all the song and dance stuff. But like I'm off stage, I am chilling, and Mike is running around for seven minutes, no breaks, on a sprained ankle. Oh my god! Recapping the, the show. show, yeah. Like legendary well, shit. Like the fact that a show won that many Tonys that has a giant number called Springtime for Hitler. I mean, who else? Who else who could else? do this? Who else? Yes, and like that, uh, that musical, The Run had some legendary castings in it as well. So yes, it starts with Nathan me. Lane and Matthew Broderick. Icons. In there you get Jason Alexander and Martin Short. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it there somewhere on TikTok there is a video of them doing Where Did We Go Right? Um you also get a Spin City reunion for our succession heads uh and no not murders in the building. Um our succession heads of Alan Ruck uh, my mm-hmm. friends, my friends, uh, dad and mentor's ex-husband, Hilarious. as Leo, um, opposite Richard Kind as Max. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. L- uh, Roger Bart was a Leo yep. Bloom. Gary Beach, like such. Roger Bart was also um, no. He was the original Roger Debris. Yes, I think. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it is. So I was Debris. like, wait, they don't have the same name. No, 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 no. He was Carmen. He was Carmen. Gary Beach was Roger Debris. Yeah. Uh, Roger Bart was Carmen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Highlights uh, for me include, as we've talked about, Betrayed. Um, there's something so charming about the Haben Dieker Hearns at Deutschen Band song. Oh, it's just yeah. like a funny little sting. I don't know why. It's just, it's enjoyable. Oh, yes. It's just a funny, it's a funny, weird show that you don't, I didn't expect it when I was, my parents were like, we should watch this musical called The Producers. I was like, okay, seems like it'll be a boring musical for old people and it's very much not oh and i think that's just mm, beautiful yes yes oh man uh so good so yeah, good good show thank you anytime i would love to see I, let's bring back the producers i would love to be able to go see him uh, like let a, a put me in the producers. producers again put me in the producers please yep what do we need to wait a couple you got to get a little late little higher up in the age and we'll redo producers thank you thank you for calling me young looking um my turn (laughs) yes let's hear the two um so number two is ultimately interchangeable with my number one Um, interesting and it's just because this musical holds a really 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 special place for me and i i believe every straight musical theater (laughs) man yep can say the same for some reason you, I, when you're a straight musical theater man, you got in either through a Sondheim show or through my number two interchangeable with my number one, which is Les Miserables. Interesting. You know, I I didn't think about Les Mis because it wasn't, like, my show. Like, I didn't get into Les Mis until I had, like, friends who were like, I love this show so much, you need right. to care about it. Mm-hmm. But that may, of course. How it's, can again, you not? Again, it's a classic. Like, it's a it classic. It is. It, like there's a reason why it gets made fun of so much because it is that show. It, it is. is like it is a it is a over the top romantical uh, poparetta. Yep. Where everyone is screaming and like into the rafters for three hours, and I loved 
every fucking minute of it the first I mean, time I saw it. It's got to be like, yeah, watching that, it's a it's a big production. It's a big production. You can't it's, have it's like It's Broadway. Like you're not you're not getting that shit any other way. Yeah. I dare you to show me a successful scaled produ- scaled down production of this show. You can't even adapt it into a film successfully. <laughs> As I actually film. really like the film. I am, I know I'm in a minority, but I loved the film. But if you were like, what's ultimately more enjoyable to watch, a Broadway production or the Correct. film? Correct. Yeah. Broadway. Broadway, 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 Broadway. I saw that original production three times. Um, no, twice. Sorry, twice. And then it revived in like 20, 2007, 2006, 2007, with Celia Keenan-Bolger as yep. Eponine. Mm. Saw, got to see her in that. I saw that uh, revival twice as well. And then I saw it in London when I studied abroad, which was so rad because that was the original production from 1985, which I don't think wow. they even put on anymore. I think they've, like, it still runs, but they've, like, overhauled it and done, like, the updated version that It also, that like, they, moved theaters. Yeah. It moved theaters. Um, they do uh sort of not reimagined, but it's, it's like, the same idea. It but, doesn't have a revolve anymore on the West End. Oh, really? No, they got see, rid the, of the Revolve when they moved theaters. I have to see that to judge the success of it, but, like, to me, that is so a part of Lame right? as a Rob. Like, how do you have it without the Revolve? I don't know. Um, I'll tell you how. My, my high school did it the year after I left, and instead of having a Revolve, they had stage crew members pop out of the barricades while everybody was dead and rotate the barricade. It was Hilarious. the funniest yeah, I mean, fucking thing. High school um, productions of Les Mis, I, I understand why they happen, and I don't know if I think they should happen, but, like, that part, I get it. That part. But, no, this song, like, because I got into Les Mis through my love of classical music. Yep. Um, that makes sense. So, this was not a stretch, and, like, every, and every female song in this is beautiful yeah um on my own of course there's a reason why it's like the quote-unquote most overdone song of all time or whatever um but like you have i dreamed a dream you have even like lovely ladies or the i love lovely ladies like what like what a hit and even like the heart full of love in my life like sequence between marius eponine cosette um all the way up through the end of act one beautiful act one ending finale like such a larger than life phenomenal show that like i just um can't get enough of it like there's no better example of like how to end an act like a big act one finale than one day more like it is peak you will never like every show that's trying to do that is is you're you say like oh that's this show's one day more the only thing comparable is the finale the season one the Act one, one finale of Ragtime, which is yes. very much on that level, but it's a yep. gospel number. Um, right. So, like, same energy in a way, but very different context. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I can think of that compares. Like, one uh, day me and friend of the show, Rascal, were discussing um, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, and how, um, like, the book report is the one day more of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Yep. Yes. Um, also, something I find fascinating about Les Mis is, like, the people who are like, oh, did you know this person was in Les Mis? Oh, like, yeah. Um, Stranger Thing Kids, who's in everything. Yes, uh, Gaten Matarazzo. Yep, thank you. Toured with um, an old friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Uh, he yeah. was in Les Mis. 
Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Very famously in Les Mis. I don't know if yes. he was great in it, but he sure was in it. He, um, he sure was that kid. Yep. Everyone's favorite uh, Aaron. Aaron Tveit uh, was in it. Tveit was in it. And the movie. I don't know if he was. He was also in the stage. I forget if he was. In, I forget if he was in the stage production. It's just like, who hasn't been in this show? And if you have a chance to go see it, go see it. Like, yes, you're like, going to have a good time. If you love, like, again, I know it's it's definitely history, as I say, with yes. my, like, Italian yes. slash Grinch hand. Um, yep. It is very much history, but if you like musical theater, if you want to get to know one of those staples, if you like classical music, or even if you just appreciate any and all of the above, such a great show. If you want like, to feel something, always this show touring. will make you feel things. Oh, yes. It absolutely tugs at your heartstrings, but then you have, like, the Tenardiers and Master of yep. the House. You have your comic Master relief. of the House was the first thing that I ever heard from this show. Um, Actually, from a Seinfeld joke. Oh, uh, that's so funny. George Costanza gets Master of the House stuck yes! in his head. Yes! Oh, my and God, so yes, I remember that. That's how, and then, but that didn't, like, I didn't, I was too young. I didn't connect it to the show. I was like, this song is just fun sounding. It wasn't right. until I heard a YouTube clip Actually, Jenna Kate sent me uh, the clip of this on TikTok the other day of Neil Patrick Harris and Jason Siegel from How I Met Your, oh like, How I Met Your Mother interview seeing the uh, confrontation uh, like and being like, oh, this is a fun thing we used to do on set. I'm like, okay, I love these two. What what are they doing? What are they singing? Tell me more about I need to learn more about this show because uh, yes. this is iconic. Yeah, that was iconic. And that's something that my one of my best friends, Dan and I, will, we will do that whenever we're bored at the bar together. Or, Amazing. like, we'll be at somebody else's birthday party, which was how this kind of started between us, and we would just start singing Confrontation at the bar with each other. It's like a theater kid party trick, and, you know... It's a theater kid party that's trick. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah. Slay. Yes. Yeah, you're right. All right. You might Thank be you. basic, but you're right. Thank you. Um, it, uh, It's a three-hour musical. It's all sung through. Of course, there are some skips. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know... There's a lot of good shit on there. There's a lot of good shit, yeah. All right, should we do honorable mentions before we uh, go yeah, to hit. number one? So I have my list of the four that I had to cut. Okay. And we can run through the, and then I have like a list of things I think we should mention, but okay. we don't have to talk about. So I'll, lightning round of my four, and then we can do yes. some of yours. Um, Great. Just missed the cutoff, Little Shop of Horrors. Same. Little Shop was like is my number yeah. six i would say yeah. it was it was so hard to knock that down so like, freaking hard yes um and like a show with history a show that's so versatile like i was waxing yeah. to zach about the like east coast west coast productions of it happening mm -hmm. simultaneously that year um and a great show for schools that's great a great high schools. school show great show for schools lots of lady parts sorry yep <laughs> mm, i mean that too um, i mean yes yes uh, another one, Bye Bye Birdie. I I love Bye Bye Birdie. Not everyone oh, loves Bye Bye Birdie. I Bye Bye not. Birdie is for me. Good for you. No, I'm happy for you. The newest one, I think, the most like contemporary one, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was oh. a surprise to me in terms of those like things that were adapted of like popular things. I didn't Same. expect to love Beetlejuice this much. I did. I saw Beetlejuice in its original cast, and yes. it's Alex Brightman's a star. He's a fucking star. Yeah. That show one i'm zero percent surprised that that is in your top 10 that show it's has fantastic. your brand written all over it yeah right that show is so fucking phenomenal yeah um 
And then the last one that I had trouble letting go of was Oliver. Um, and it's uh, only because yeah. like Oliver is full of bangers, absolute bangers. <laughs> but it's so true. Oliver slaps. But then when it the things that don't slap, don't slap hard. Like right. Um, I hate where is love. Get rid of it. Of course I hate you as would. Long as he needs you me. would be get like, get that kid off the, the stage now. The plot of Oliver watching, like, have you sat down and tried to watch the Oliver movie lately? It's so boring. But it's, it's so also boring. Like four and it's hours long, so right? Like long. it's four fucking hours long or something. So the way to consume Oliver is to listen to the songs, skip the long bangers, and then don't watch it. <laughs> but the things that hit hit so hard that I'm like. I mean, um, I would three words. Oom papa. Oom papa. Thank you. Like <laughs> I would cry if I wasn't allowed to listen to all of her songs. Oh on my the god. Food yes. glorious food. Food glorious um, food. Um. Consider god. yourself. Consider yourself. Uh, I do anything. Yes. Banger of uh, all bangers. Um. Got to pick a pocket or two. Be back uh, soon. As, um. I'm reviewing the situation. Yes. That's your funeral. That's Boy your funeral. Sale. That's your funeral is an underrated. I shall bop. scream. Like mm-hmm. all these are bangers, but then you get to where is love, and I'm like, I would rather die. <laughs> and you're than like, I don't know, but it's not here, bitch. Oliver, <laughs> get out of here. And the problem with Oliver is, if you see it in like a community theater production, it's played by someone whose voice is changing 90 percent of the time. Oh, absolutely. And they can't like they they cast him, and then the, during the rehearsal process, his voice drops, and then you're like, fuck. Right, like. Out of their eight-week rehearsal process, week five, yeah. they heard one crack, and they were like, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but, yes, but that was another that one. I, mm-hmm. I saw that one in London in 2011. Um, I think it was the Cameron Macintosh production, choreographed by and directed by Matthew Bourne. And it is full fucking scale. It was yeah. so, like, over the top in the best way possible. Luscious sets. Like, 30 fucking children in that cast at one time, all synchronized and coordinated. Uh, Carrie Ellis as uh, Nancy, absolutely eating. Um, Yeah. Long as he needs me, a classic. Um, I know it's a ballad, so Karina's like, pass, but. um, Just like, don't love the like, okay, yeah, I know, but he is just beating the shit out of you. You gotta stop. Right. Um, But Lily Cooper. (laughs) Right, that is very much a gaslight. Um, yeah, but Lily Cooper singing it highly recommend. Of course, I, yeah. Man, we need more hot alto roles. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yes. So Oliver, it bangs when it bangs, but it flops when it uh-huh. flops. Uh, let's. <laughs> I think that's what mentions. William Hung had in mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some honorable okay. mentions. So yeah, similarly, Little Shop just you missed have, the cut. Too. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Other ones, and this is in no particular order. Yeah. Um, to bring back something we mentioned, Ragtime, another Ragtime, absolutely glorious show. Ragtime was on my like list of things. Like when I was just banging out ideas, I had yes. Ragtime on there. I yes. just um, I couldn't I, have enough history with it. I'm dying to play Mother's younger brother. Like that is yeah. one of my top dream roles right now. It's such a um, good show. Such a good show. Rent is up there for me. Rent um, is also on my list of like I have to acknowledge it. Yeah, but I can't say it's it's top tier anymore in my life. Sure, um, I give an honorable mention sort of to Rodgers and Hammerstein as a whole because <laughs> yeah. they're mu- like because Sound of Music I fucking love Oklahoma right. I absolutely love. Yeah, um, like they just like 
Yes, you, you can gotta, go back. You gotta nod to them for sure. You gotta nod to them. You can go back and absolutely crit like criticize all of the problematic racial things in it. Valid, mm-hmm. but Oklahoma that score is so beautiful. Sound of Music, such a classic. Um, gotta gotta respect. Um, yep. Second to last, Hello Dolly. I just love that show. I yep. saw Donna Murphy as Dolly in that revival. What a beautiful show. Another one I did in high school that was just such, yeah. like, that's such a big, fun musical. You can't not have a great time with it. And my last honorable mention, like, I'm only into Rent because I got into Wicked. So yeah. Wicked is so up there for me. That's another one that, like, and I, I just revisited it for the first time in a long time. We've talked about it on our other show. Yeah. But, like, to me, that show is just so phenomenal. And it's so, like, I feel like Wicked really helped theater go mainstream in a lot of ways. Yes. At least for, like, millennial Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, for our age, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, Thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yell out some titles of things that we haven't mentioned that I was, like, I, I want to, this isn't top- 10 really but i right. need people like they're they're valid um yes hairspray hairspray yes. To, to my vote has one of the best musical movie adaptations it's yes. so insanely watchable that uh everyone like go watch that it's great it's fun it bangs mm-hmm. um if we'd been making this list in 2016 would we be talking about hamilton almost certainly oh right gotta- like I mean, that and In the Heights, like, In the Heights yeah. was on my list for, like, a minute. Yeah. Like, Lin-Manuel, say what you will about him. He knows what he's doing. And I have no desire to return to Hamilton. I feel like I got to watch the pro shot when it went on Disney Plus in 2020, and I was like, I'm good. I've, I've Hamilton myself out. I'm done. I don't need to Great. go back to it at any time, but you got to respect yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, I, couldn't, I can't tell at this point if I like cats or cats. It's just so intrinsically attached to my being that I, I like, I think was, like... Do I, I know for me it, i know it's both i'm not going to yeah. speak for you but i know for me it's both i fucking love that show and it's just a part of my brand right it's like this is me this is this is cats um yes. chicago, chicago another very good musical movie chicago. one I, of the best ones i will credit chicago is also like bringing back the musical movie because 100%. it was so successful 100 um, percent. i didn't like the stage version as much in fact i still haven't pretty, seen it it's pretty minimal um Jinx Monsoon was just in it uh, as, mm-hmm. like, the first drag artist to yeah. play, and she apparently killed it. So, yeah. um, here's a weird one. Next to Normal? Oh, like, fuck yes. Oh, God, that's a beautiful it's a show. It's a beautiful show. Like, if I, you want to take, if you want Evan Hansen done right. Thank you. That's and I know, it. Go, go see yeah. Next to Normal. And it's still not perfect. Like, they, the way, when Next to Normal was written, we were not talking about mental health and mental health things the way we are now. Right. Um, but so you you can watch it and be like, ooh. Kind well, of from what I hear, it bad. actually still holds up. Like yeah, from what I, I hear, it's actually diagnosis terms that maybe we don't use anymore. That, yeah, that maybe but we've it evolved would be quick, past. It'd be but... so easy to revive that, change a couple words around language wise, and you'd still have a really great emotionally. Impact, the same so. thing, yeah. Oh, uh, that also show is full of bangers. Also, that's a show I saw right between graduating high school and going to college, and the whole like dead son thing. Like I went home yep. and I was like. Mom, I just want you to know that I love you and that I'm really like grateful for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if we absolutely. had been making this episode in 2008, Avenue Q would have been at like one of oh, the top of my list. Absolutely. What? What a phenomenal show! Beat right? Wicked for best musical. Yeah. And the Tonys. Like it's holy shit. 
this Avenue Q taught me that musicals could be dirty and raunchy yeah. and yeah. like weird. Um, oh yeah, and it's really great. I don't I don't really revisit it now, in twenty twenty three, but I respect it. Yeah, I'll go back every so often and be like, yeah, that one they did it. Yeah, yep, they did they did what they needed to do. And like a last minute addition, I threw on a list, and I was like, this isn't really my top of anything, but I I wanted to th- I was thinking about it. Was you're in town? Oh, love that. Right, love Just like, that. You're in town for me is like if you haven't heard that show or seen anything about that show, go check it out. It will surprise you. Yeah. Um, right. A couple other ones I'll mention. Yes. Um, for me, Bands Visit, one of the most beautiful shows yep. I've seen. Like, just got a shout out where shout outs do. Yes. Um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, what a what a big fun time. Also, Gots Yours, Norbert Leo Butts and Shara Renee Scott in that album with John Lithgow, um, Joanna yeah. Gleason from Into the Woods fame, mm. um, Billy Elliot. I'm going to yeah. shout out. Like, that's one of the like uh, like when you, I think like of, with producers. I think of that as an Ian Brodsky show. And, like, it was so fucking good. It was, yeah. like, and that's when I was just a little too old to, like, be part of. Yeah. Um, when it came out. You look at those billies and be like, damn them. You're like, damn it, yeah. Another Elton John joint. Um, Gregory Jabara from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels won a Tony for Billy Elliot. This is why we do this show, folks, so that yep. I can nerd out about all the dumb, fun facts that are just that's hidden the, in the folds of my brain. That's why you have a podcast. That's, that's the That's why we have a podcast, yeah. Um... I feel like there was another one. I'm literally scrolling through my Apple Music library right, right. now. Right, that's what I'm I was doing something. to find to find these when I was like, "Oh, I used to listen to this all the time." Right, because I'm like, "There's definitely one that I'm gonna like regret not saying for whatever fucking we'll reason." We'll always have time. We'll always have time. That's true. Um, oh, once massive shout out to once. Yeah, love once. I was almost gonna say like, love once. Is Ian gonna mention once? Uh, another like, Ian show. It it truly is. Um, so that's. That deserves to be in my honorable mentions category. Yeah, you know what? If if I think of it, we'll put it on another future Boko That's episode. That's true. We'll have we'll have plenty of time. Yes. All right. So those were our honorable mentions. The things yes. we like weren't top five, but are definitely things you should know about. Um, yes. So now we have time to move on to our number one of all time musicals. Our number one. Yep. All right. Karina, sh- would you like to go first? Sure. Um, if you. Depending on when or how you know me, this may or not be a surprise. My number one is Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Fuck yes. This this what musical, a- like, changed me as a person. Good, no, correct. Um, That's correct. I, much like Avenue Q taught me that musicals could be, like, like raunchy and comedic, Sweeney Todd, I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. Like... <laughs> how does this go so hard and it's so fucked up like so fucked up um i okay the way i learned about sweeney todd is weird because i learned about sweeney todd because it's featured heavily in the like final act of one of kevin smith's like least liked movies called jersey girl it stars um joey fatone no the lady (laughs) joey um she was in monica mars yes no, no, because no, Joey King is like twelve. She's twelve. It's like, where are you, Joey Lauren Adams? Um, okay, cool, cool, who, cool, 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 if cool. that means something to you, great. It might not, but it, oh, and Ben Affleck. No, I'm thinking of chasing Amy. It stars Ben Affleck. That's who I was. I'm in the wrong zone. Uh, ben Affleck, and like the final scene of the, this movie is 
his daughter's in a talent show and he took her to see Sweeney Todd and she imprinted on it and she's like a child. She's small. And so in her elementary school talent show, her and her dad and some like family friends do um, God, that's good. And I watch yes. them. I'm like watching this child dressed up as Miss Lovett and they're singing God, that's good. And I'm like, what is this? So I that is this is the best show in the song in the show. Excuse it's the best me. Song. Yes, it is. And so that song was like a drug, and I was like, "Give me more." My local library had a hardcover book of the script, so I checked yes. it out, and it's like I, the script and all the lyrics in it. I'm listening. I'm like, I'm done. I'm in. I had because I had it was not a legal music buyer. I had version i had so many different recordings i had angela lansbury i had patty lapone i'm watching what i love about concert version on youtube that has patty lapone and neil patrick harris in it yeah oh my god i loved everything about that show i would uh, this was around the time that i was trying to like i was doing community theater and my audition song was not while i'm around um, I auditioned for that. I auditioned with that so many times as well. I wanted to, like, my, I was like, I want to be in theater and I want to play um, Tobias. Like, I want to play Toby. It was just. You would be a great Toby. Ugh. It's, I just love, I love everything about that show. The movie? Mm. Um, fine. I'll correct. watch the movie. You're, you're correct. I'll watch the movie. But I was like, I do remember, like, going to see it and being, like, highly disappointed. Right. Um, that is, it's just. No, you're correct. Ugh. That would definitely be an honorable mention for me. That Angela Lansbury pro shot oh with my George Byrne, that's perfection. a fucking masterpiece. It's so good. So um, good. And now I would, I mean, I wouldn't give anything, obviously, because if I was to give anything, I would have gone to see it. But the... Um, oh, the current revival. The current yeah. revival. I'm, I'm desperately waiting. I haven't listened to any of it yet because I'm waiting for them to just release the whole thing. I, they've been releasing it in snippets. I've heard bits on TikTok. I just want to sit down and listen to the whole thing. Yes. I'm salivating yes. for it. Absolutely. I just, oh my God. It's all so good. Yeah, that show. It's, and that is it show, no skips? That's one. Go on. There's skips. There's skips. Uh, there's skips. I'll give you that. Yeah. But. Um, that is a show that you can do with 10 people playing instruments like Patti Lapone yes. did it back in the day. Or you can have a massive, full-scale, full-force production like they have now, and both are correct. For most of high school, Sweeney Todd was 90% of my personality. Love that for you. explains... I was a a weird kid, um, just going around being like... That's why we're here right now. Let's talk about the cannibal show. Um, (laughs) But, like, if you can hear God That's Good and not want to immediately know everything else about what's happening, and then you hear God That's Good, and then you hear Worst Pies in London, and you're like... Thank you. Thank um, you. Yes. Or like by the sea. By the sea like, is so fun. Uh, yes. Oh God, what an amazing show! What God, an I amazing choice! Yeah. Yes. Uh, when I was making this list, I knew like I was like, "There's my number one." Now it's time to figure out four, uh, two through five. Like, oh yeah. It set right. game set match. Sweeney Todd knocks it out of the park for me. Amazing. I was in the similar situation because yep. I knew what my number one would be. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sorry if this is anticlimactic for any of our listeners who have already <laughs> been following up with the show thus far. Yep. But my number one favorite is a chorus line. We all knew it. Right. I almost went I almost considered going first because <laughs> I knew that you knew that I know that you knew <laughs> Right. What Zach that was would like be. 
when we were making talking about the list, Zach was like, "What about a chorus line?" I was like, "I mean, yeah, but also I know there's gonna be unions, <laughs> so we don't need to have two of that on this list." Right. Um. But yeah, no, that show. I mean, like, yes, big fun piece of history, musical yep, theater, dance, j- b- like song and dance show, right up my alley. But the fact that every song in here is just so perfectly placed. I'm not going to say there are no skips. Like, you can, like... It seems like another I'm, show that everyone's going to have. Like, some people are going to have some of these skips. Some people are going right, to have different like, skips. But, like, no one is going to skip Dance 10 Looks 3. No one is going to N- skip Dance 10 Looks 3. No one... Right. Like, no one is going to skip the montage. Um, like... I Can Do That is... I Can Do That, my fucking dream. Yep. Like... And, like, maybe you'll skip what I did for love, but you can't deny, like, the power of that Correct. song. That song is is the musical theater ethos in a three-minute tune. I mean, the opening number of... the Alone, that shit. Everyone uh, knows it. Even, like, I feel like even if you don't know musical theater, you know, um, like the opening sort of sequence of it you at least right. know the look of it you know the look of it and it's one of those things where if you don't know it you could see it and then suddenly understand where a thousand references came same from. with um one like if you don't yes, you might not yeah. know why you know this but you probably know it and that song slaps does like that song is so fucking good and these are the stories of real people the like yeah kelly bishop like emily gilmore herself yep. won a tony for her performance in this show donna mckechnie who is just human fucking gumby throwing herself all over that stage gloriously like of course you have dance 10 looks three you have yep. uh priscilla lopez originating diana who sings nothing and what i did for love mm-hmm. like the whole paul of it all with his monologue and like the visibility of uh, queer people in this time in this universe. Yep. Like, it's such beautiful, beautiful stories and pieces of people's life. Wayne Salento, the original Mike, who went on to choreograph all these things, including Wicked. Patty Lapone's brother was the original Zach, the director oh, of the show. Like, like this show truly launched a thousand ships. Yeah. And I saw the revival of it three times. One of my mentors growing up was in it in that original run. So that also means so much to me. Um, and I just think the music is phenomenal. At the Ballet is one of the best. Like, At, at the Ballet, Dance and Looks 3, I Can Do That, What I Did for Love, Nothing. Like, just some of the, one, some of yeah. the best musical theater songs of all fucking time. The movie adaptation, trash, <laughs> from what I remember. Well, you know, they, you and can't I think win that, them all. And I think that's popular opinion, because... Jennifer Grey is in it, and they don't even do the the Cassie song. They did the thing where they cut a song and like made a new one for the oh, Oscar for the contender Oscar. or whatever, I think. Um, but yeah, that like that show is just like that. When I saw it, I knew I wanted to pursue this career anyway. Yeah. But I saw that and I was like, oh, this is why. This is what I have to do, and I am so fucking gung ho for it. Let's it's also go. like. What a beautiful thing to create a show that centers the stories of, like, the little person in theater, right? Oh, yeah. Like, That's the whole thing. In terms thing. of, like, peeling back the curtain and a show that both shows 
people who maybe aren't in the industry, like what it's like for the mm-hmm. for beginners, for people who work the chorus line, those those not star principal roles, and for people who are already like I can imagine seeing this show as someone living that life and just being like, that's me. That's here. Now maybe other people will understand like what my life is like. And on top of that, like I've heard all of these stories of people from other professions identifying with those characters because like, especially athletes, I've heard stories of football players seeing this show and being so swept away by it because you put so much on the line, pun intended for, your craft for your sport for your for your raison d'etre like mm-hmm. whatever that is it's a, it's at the end of the day it's such a universal show and there's a reason why it ran for 12 years i think originally yeah. for a long fucking time and why it keeps on coming back yep um so yeah so thank you for indulging me everybody um fucking love a chorus line it's, as you should again that's history baby that's history baby that one's history You've got a list full of history, which doesn't surprise me. Like ours complement each other really well. Like I have all the history ones, and you have all like the bangers. I'm just like, I, here's things I like, and they all bang. They all bang. I have and they're to so have much things fun. that bang. They're, they've got a slap. That's and it's that's like that's what's important person. though, is because I think it's so important to recognize that there is space for both of these things, yes. and like they're all good. If your favorite musical is Spongebob the Musical, which is written by every single popular music artist in the world. Yeah. I've, I watched that pro shot. It's good. Is that available? Yeah, it was at least. Where? I don't know where it oh. is. Well, someone sent me the pro shot because I just didn't know that was happening. It's You watch that show and you're like, oh, wow. This is weird, but I'm like not mad about it. Literally, everyone, everyone wrote on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, shout out to Sarah Bareilles as waitress. Paramount Plus. loved that. Oh, yeah. I have that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's there's so many good shows. Like we there's didn't... so many good shows. We could go on all day. Like we've we've barely scratched in the er- various eras of musicals. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah. So this was that's why it was hard so hard so hard to pick a top five. It's true. There's a lot yeah. of them out there, and we yeah. have. All the time in the world to continue to discuss them. It's true. So this was just had to be a taste of where we had to start. Yeah. So uh, we're going to keep talking about musical theater. And yeah. um, feel free to write in with your top fives. Yes. Theaggressive at gmail.com. Now, Let us know what your top that. fives yep. are. Yes. <laughs> we'll update you when that changes. Are there any Are there any shows you discovered because of Glee? I bet that is not an yeah. uncommon thing to hear a song on Glee and be like, what's this from? Tell me more. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, that is another thing is... Zach was like, I can't believe you didn't talk about Grease at all. And I'm like, mm, I don't think about Grease as a musical because every yeah. version I love exists on the screen, not on the stage. Just yeah. because I think Grease Live is fantastic doesn't mean I think of it as musical. And theater. I saw and I saw that Broadway revival in like 07 and it was great. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's it has a life of its own. It's a different thing. It's, it's not a different the vibe. thing. It's a different yeah. vibe. Did you see Rise of the Pink Ladies? No. And now apparently I never will. It's like they, it's fine. They you don't have to. It from you everything. don't have to. Yep. Okay. In my in my humble opinion, if you enjoyed it, good for you. I'm happy for you. There was definitely some wonderful things about it, but it wasn't for me. That's fair. Um. um yeah. Well, I guess we don't have any fun, clever ways to end this because no, we don't have a a regular survey. We don't have a we don't have a stinger. 
yeah. vibe a bit. We'll have to come but up with a can, bit. Well, you can find the show at Glee Aggressive yep. on uh, the social medias. We probably should create, like, a Threads account or something, or, like, a yeah. Blue Sky or something. We can, we can, this, this brand can be on Threads. That's yeah. Fine. That's a place where that's good for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, we'll be on Instagram forever, so. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll make a TikTok for this. Um, what could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, you can buy our merch. Buy our merch? That's a fun thing you should do. Yeah. This um, fall, wear Glee Aggressive merch. W- we will be. Yeah. So. So catch up, kids. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. And keep supporting uh, the strike. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But in the meanwhile, if you got a uh, musical theater friends, uh, send them our way. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear your thoughts and feelings on musical theater. Um, and uh, I don't know. We'll see you next time. S- stay cool. <laughs> Not stay cool. <laughs> stay cool. Hags. <laughs> never change. Never change. Yeah. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Glee. Aggressive.